Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. For the first time in what feels like eight months, the Houston Rockets have won at home. They defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was a special night inside of Toyota Center. Take it from me, glued to the TV from beginning to end. This game was one that you did not want to miss. It is just me tonight. I'm taking every single one of your calls. Hit that request to speak button. We're going to talk Rockets basketball. We're going to talk trade deadline. I'm here to take any and all takes from every single person that is tuned into this show live on Spotify Green Room. Once again, my name is Michael the Hebrew Hammer Brown, live here at Spotify Green Room for SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast covering tonight's. 115 to 104 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And before you say anything, yes, the Cleveland Cavaliers were missing some of their guys tonight. It does not matter. The Rockets found a way to get it done inside of their home building tonight. Only their eighth win of the year. Like I said, hit that request to speak button. I will bring you up on stage. We will talk anything you want to talk. Houston Rockets basketball getting into the box score for tonight Jay Sean Tate six points uh, but he played about as good a game as you could ask of him tonight 29 minutes three of six from the field five rebounds four steals two assists he was everywhere Christian Wood 21 points only had seven rebounds but he did his thing on the interior tonight going up against the likes of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley did his thing for the Cavaliers. 29 points, 12 rebounds. He looked damn good. Eric Gordon, 11 points. Kevin Porter Jr. against his old team, 16 points, 7 assists. Jalen Green came out of his turtle shell tonight. 21 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds. We'll talk more about his performance, including 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 7 from the three-point line. K.J. Martin, 10 points. Alperen Shengun, 9 minutes. But in his 25 minutes on the court, he was a plus 20. That means the Rockets outscored the Cleveland Cavaliers in his 25 minutes on the court by 20 points. Gary freaking Bird, 16 points, uh, 5 of 13 from the field. Josh Christopher kicked in with 5 points. Tonight was one of those games that, look, we're, we're at the point in the season, you know, the trade deadline next Thursday, which it is a good time to promote once again, the Dream Shake Night at the Rockets Toyota Center, Thursday, February 10th against the Toronto Raptors. $49 tickets. Head on over to thedreamshake.com. We've got giveaways. I'm buying first round for at least 
two people. I might buy you a funnel cake. I don't know if you ask me nicely, potentially. Uh, we're giving away uh, Dream Shake t-shirts, Rocket swag. You need some of the Rockets staff. Once again, ticket link available, thedreamshake.com. Hit the ticket link, password TDS. Once again, if you are live here on Spotify Green Room, hit that request to speak button. I want to hear from you. Uh, we could talk Rockets Cavaliers tonight. We could talk Rockets trade deadline. We could talk Rockets outlook from the year. You can tell by my voice watching this game tonight. The Rockets played their hearts out. They played with each other to make their effort warranted tonight, meaning that they played together as a team. They were cohesive. They had a common goal. They held the Cavaliers to 104 points. <coughs> Excuse me. Somebody named Cedric Osman uh, scored 13 points for Cleveland tonight. Okoro had 11 points. Jared Allen had 11. Evan Mobley uh, was a, a freaking monster tonight. Kevin Love coming off the bench at 21 points. The Rockets played well, though. The Rockets deserve to win this game tonight. And in the fourth quarter, you had guys like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. show up in the fourth quarter like he has the past couple weeks, hit a big three towards the latter part at the end of the game, uh, had a, a steal with, I think, two minutes left, and then Jalen Green threw the ball up to Kevin Porter Jr., threw the ball down, slam, dunk, in your mama's face, Cleveland Cavaliers put the game out of reach. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., it was great to see him playing the way he played tonight. Uh, you look at guys like Jalen Green, who came out of his, once again, turtle shell is what I would call it. Uh, 21 points, 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 7 from the three-point line. And all these people that want to kill this kid, you know, for, for the performances that he's had, it's so unfair. Like it's we live and I'm guilty. I'm as guilty of this as anybody in Rockets Twitter. And I've said this before and I'll continue to say it that you're not going to get some vanilla, boring, you know, talk show guy from me. You're going to get fan. You're going to get and take it from somebody. I'm a, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, right? You can tell. By me saying that, how much my sports life has sucked the past 48 hours, right? You know, the owner of the Dolphins has come out and said, not come out and said, I, I apologize. A former coach has said that they're, the owner of the Dolphins has pay, paid him to not win games. The point of sport is for your team to win games. That's the only thing I care about. And all these trade proposals that are out there, you know, for Eric Gordon and Christian Wood, I saw some ridiculous trade uh, proposal that the Rockets were going to get two second round picks for Eric Gordon. I would vomit my dinner all over my carpet floor if the, the Rockets did that deal for Eric Gordon because he's worth more. Christian Wood is worth a, I'm not going to call it a King's ransom, but I'll call it a Rooks ransom, if you will, any chess fans out there. Um, you know, the, I want to win games, man. I miss the, we're 15 and 36. You're 21 games under 500. I want to win, you know, and if there's anybody here on Spotify green room that has that same viewpoint, has a different viewpoint, hit that request to speak button. I want to hear from you because 
the the idea of the the Rockets need to make this a multi-year rebuild. Okay, the Cincinnati Bengals drafted Joe Burrow two years ago, and they're in the Super Bowl. Now, football is different than basketball. I get that. But turnarounds happen a lot quicker in sports if you have ownership in a front office that doesn't want to lose, that is willing to do anything and everything it takes to not be the joke of the league. That's what I don't want the Rockets to be. That's what they've been the past two seasons. They've been one of the three worst teams in the league. Do you guys like watching the Rockets on national TV when they are, you know, the two times a year that they've been the past couple of years and see half empty stadiums. I mean, I live 15 minutes from the stadium and I don't even want to go, you know, and it has nothing to do with the fandom of the team. It has everything to do with the fact that if you're going to suck the way they've sucked for the past two years, you're going to have to win more than, you know, a couple games in a row for, the fan base to come back, I feel like. Tonight was a good step in that direction. I love what I saw from Jalen Green tonight. In the highlights that I saw, he was he was aggressive is the word I'm going for. Sorry, I'm trying to think of the right word. He was aggressive getting to the hole. He was aggressive in the actions that he wanted to have getting to the bucket. He was aggressive in his actions of, if I have the ball, I know exactly what I want to do with it. And I'm so happy for Kevin Porter Jr. Because the Cavaliers traded him to the Rockets two years ago for a second round pick. And he wanted to stick it to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And that's what he did tonight. 16 points, seven assists. Steven Silas was very uh, complimentary of Kevin Porter Jr. postgame in his press conference. Um, when he talked about the fact that he acted like a point guard tonight. Now, do I think Kevin Porter Jr. is the point guard of the future for this team? Um, I'm not sold on it. I'm open to it from what I saw from him tonight. I- I'm open to it. But the thing about this team is that Christian Wood was positive after the game tonight. You know, how many games can you guys remember and you can tweet me at BSW podcast underscore NB tweet me at uh, the dream take. How many times this season can you remember of us being positive after a game? I can probably count. They've played 51 games. I can probably count less than 10 times this season. Um, and, and Dustin points out on, on the chat, Christian Wood taking so many touches away from the young guys, especially Jalen really hope we trade him. You know, tonight, man, I, I, I don't know if, if I want to be in a mindset of talking about just trading Christian Wood because he had a good game tonight, man. You know, he, he had 21 points. He had seven rebounds. He was 7-14 from the field. Rockets got a good win tonight against the Cavaliers at home. My problem with a guy like Christian Wood is, is he a needle mover? Does he make this team better long term? And the thing is, I think a lot of it depends on the draft. You know, I see Adam in here. I see, you know, LB in here. You know, if you guys want to come up and talk and and defend any of these takes that I have or you want to go against them, hit that request to speak button. I'd love to have you all on. Um, But the thing is, is that 
if you draft a guy like Paolo Banchero from Duke, you all of a sudden don't need Christian Wood anymore. That's why I I lean towards trading him by next Thursday's trade deadline, which this show will be out about a week. Uh, it comes out tomorrow morning. Um, so we'll see. Uh, good friend of the show who I consider a – uh, distant cousin of the family, Adam. Adam, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? What's going down? Yes, like second cousins. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're right there, man. Hey, yeah. good win tonight. Your boy, Christian Wood, looked good. I, I like Christian Wood. I like how Christian Wood's been playing the last few games. I'm I not agree. sure what's happened. Tonight's game, to me, He listens to the show, if you want me to be honest. I think, yeah, I, I, you know, that's, you know, he's, he's a little sensitive, but, you know, I think with that sensitivity... I mean, he, he, you know, he, he, this team as a young team, they, they really thrive on having some kind of motivation. And tonight's game was really emblematic of that. You think about, I could see Jalen Green was really motivated to go against, you know, you know, play against Mobley and really kind of prove some of the haters wrong a little bit. I, I think agree. the same thing can be told, can be said with Shingun. You know, Shingun, I mean, as I would say is probably his best, uh, summer league game was against the Cavaliers. Um, or, you know, it was, you know, maybe that's kind of, you know, you can argue that, but he obviously wants to prove something against Mobley. You know, he mm-hmm. feels like he's in that same class. Um, I, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. I, he, he played, he played well. I think he started that out the game a little, a little maybe too emotional, you know, obviously he had something to prove against the team that traded him. Um, and, where he hoped that he was, he was going to be part of their future. Um, but yeah. He, look, look, man, tonight was a positive step for me. Not a positive step. I mean, definitively, anybody who says that Jalen Green was not worth the second pick in the draft is stupid. They're flat out stupid because no one knows. You know, go look at the numbers for Jason Tatum in his first year when he got drafted by Boston and it's not fair. It's not fair to kill this young kid over the performance of the year. The front office has let him down with the roster around him, if you want my honest opinion. Because we talked about this before on this show. You and I have discussed this. You look at Mobley. Mobley, I'm not going to call a centerpiece of the offense in Cleveland, but as a big man, they run a lot of sets through him. He gets a lot of putbacks. Uh, Cade Cunningham in, in, uh, in Detroit, that entire offense is him and Jeremy Grant. The, the Jalen Green has been put into a position where he's had to fit around different guys. Would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. I think yeah, uh, it's yeah. not fair. Like, it's not fair to his development. That's why I get rid of Gordon. I like Gordon. Trade him for the best package you can get and get him out of here because he doesn't fit this team anymore. Like, watching this team tonight gets me excited for the youth of this roster. Like, having the vets around at this point just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make economic sense, you know, for an owner that has shown more than once that he wants to save as much money as possible. Get rid of the expensive guys. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about identity a lot, but I think I think we've we found what identity works when when they play the right way. You know, they got to be just, you know, the fastest paced, you know, offensive team mm-hmm. out there pushing the ball yep, and, yep. Just, and just really kind of, you know, forcing, forcing the opponents to play back on their heels a little bit and, and react to the chaos. 
And with that chaos, you're going to have some high turnover games and things of that nature. But ultimately, you know, it's it's difficult for the, a lot of these a lot of these other teams to play with. You know, if if they keep that that level of energy and 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 pace, um, but it's it's just you know, finding that motivation game in, game out, that's not always there. You know, you, you see them, you see them play with that motivation and that energy against like the Warriors, you know, with yeah. against the Lakers, against, you know, against Detroit. You know, obviously there's certain, there's a, there's a trend there. It's just, and part, part of that has to be the coaching staff to really just kind of get them in that frame of mind. Yeah. Jalen had, first of all, he's the first, let me make sure I get this right. Youngest player in NBA history to have at least 20 points, five rebounds, five assists, uh, one block, and no turnovers in a game. I'm going to tell you this, man. I think his ceiling may not be as high as Cade Cunningham, but he's a, he's a damn good ball player, man. And the, the thing that I love most about Jalen Green, and it's so hard to find this in today's society, is that he shuts his mouth, he plays the game hard, he doesn't complain, and he wants to win. You can just see it. And the the young core of this team has a very, very high upside. They do. If you know Jay Sean Tate, Jay Sean Tate, in all honesty, Adam might be my favorite player to watch in the league. And that's everybody. That's if I'm including every single player in the league. There may not be a guy that I enjoy watching play the game of basketball more than Jay Shante because of where he came from and how he attacks the game because it's a hundred percent at all times. He's not afraid of anybody. Can you pick up what I'm putting down there or am I, I just, am I totally just off my rocker? No, I, absolutely. I think, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I, I like to watch him the most, but I I, I really sure. enjoy watching him. I, I think I think he's a Rockets player in the yeah. in the kind of the mold of like a Carl Landry, somebody that's just yes underestimated. Yeah. But you know, Chuck Hayes, a yeah. Chuck Hayes, if you will. Um, but he's got you know what he rem- he reminds me of a more you know what he reminds me of is is uh from uh Detroit Tory uh, uh Prince. What is it with Torian Prince? Yeah, uh, Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn, Tayshawn, you're right. Tayshawn Prince, he reminds me of a Tayshawn Prince. He's more bulky, he's more athletic, I feel like, than Tayshawn Prince. But Tayshawn Prince was always in the right place at the right time. Uh, Garrison Matthews, man. Like, Garrison Matthews, I like watching. He's so much more energetic when he's on the court with the right guys. Does that make sense? You know, when... He's out there with Jalen and when he's out there with KPJ and when he's out there with Shingoon, there's just a different vibe when those guys, the young guys are together. Yeah. I think you see a lot of that with, uh, I see that with, with Garrison, um, Kevin, you know, Kenyon Martin Jr. And, and Josh. Oh. You know, those are like the three really yeah. the guys that, that are able to kind of end a, end a long run from the other team, kind of shift kind of the mo- momentum. And what about – and let's give a, a quick shout-out. We haven't done a pod uh, since uh, Jalen Green going to the dunk contest. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's going to be awesome. You got uh, Jay Sean Tate. You got Jalen Green and uh, Alperen Shangun in the Rising Stars game. Uh, did I get those guys right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be exciting. I, I think it's good to have some – some representation there and, and to really kind of uh, give them a sense of what it what it takes to really kind of earn a spot, hopefully in, 
you know, in the next coming years in, in, you know, the big all-star game, you know, I think that's, you know, that's, that's the main goal. For sure, man. But it's, um, it's definitely good motivation. Yeah. And I I think, you know, and I think it's important to note, you know, now we're, we're a little under a week, not a little under, uh, right now we're about a a little more than a week away from the trade deadline. This is going to be fun, man. The next seven days. I think we've got four podcasts coming up between now and the trade deadline. So stay locked in here at the dream take. Cause we got you covered for all things rockets. Tonight is one of those nights, Adam, that I don't want to overvalue, but I also don't want to undervalue, you know, and, yeah. and we can't think, you know, people like you who listen to the show as often as you do. And it, it fluctuates, man. Like so many times, like we've just had to come on here and be like, okay, here's another night. We got our asses kicked. We suck. Uh, it's time to get rid of Silas. It's time to, you know, get rid of the vets. It just sucks. But now it's like you see the potential in a, in a game like tonight, you know, where the young guys all performed well. I mean, I would call Jay Shantae a, a building block for this roster. Would you agree or disagree? Absolutely. You know, um, and, and six points, five rebounds, four steals, two assists. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., would you consider a cornerstone of this team or not? Under the right circumstances, yes. Yeah. I think if you're, if you're sticking with a young, if you're with a young group and you're not really looking to kind of make sure. a big update, absolutely. I, I definitely see him as, you know, uh, a piece for the future. 16 points, seven assists. Uh, what do you have? Uh, only two turnovers tonight. Jalen Green, obvious cornerstone, 21 points. Yeah. KJ Martin, 10 points. You see a theme, man? Like you see the, the young guys are starting to pick it up a little bit. And they that's the difference. You don't play – you didn't play Nawaba tonight. You didn't play Tyce. You didn't play DJ Augustine. Very interestingly enough, Armani Brooks did not play tonight. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, we, we've kind of seen Garrison Matthews has taken – more so Josh Christopher. Um, but Garrison Matthews yeah. is the kind of, you know, you know carved, yeah. carved into his time. and. Some of that's been just Armani's shooting has been really inconsistent lately. And when Armani's shots are going, there's, he doesn't have as much to offer as Garrison does or Josh Christopher with the consistent defensive effort. And I bring up, and we'll wrap the show up here in a few minutes. We're going to keep it pretty short and brief tonight. Um, I think about fans like you and I, like my dad. You know, my dad is, is the type of fan that he wants results and he wants them right now. And I don't blame him for that. I don't blame fans. I think you're one of those fans, Adam. Am I correct or incorrect? Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I want to see progress. Yeah. It's not even progress. Man. Like, okay, I take that back. True or false, the only thing that matters to a fan like yourself is the win-loss column. Is that true or not? I, I, I'm, I just want to see a path for, okay. for growth in the future. But winning, winning is, a, is the best most clearest indicator that things are getting better and you know what the coaching staff is really implementing is working and well, I think that's the only thing that matters yeah like to me like that's there's no other reason why you watch sports you want your team to win you know and that's the thing is like the entire season the 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 formula for winning for this team has been there but the coaching staff has not often enough gone to it it's youth Go with the young guys because there's no downside. If you lose, you're developing your talent. 
there are nights where tonight where your young guys you can win with, and that's even better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean, you know, before we kind of got that, Christian Wood to me, it's you know, it's I, I've I've really liked what I've seen lately from him, and I I'm, mm-hmm. I really I'm really tentative about getting you know about trading him. So I, I think he has a lot of trade value in this league. You see, you hear some of the kind of other teams' broadcasters, you know, talking about, oh, this guy has just a, a smooth stroke from three. I was watching him in pregame, you know, and there, there's a lot of fans of what Christian Wood can do, and and it's tantalizing. It's it's the skills that he has, right? It's not necessarily the demeanor, or the leadership, or the other things that obviously are lacking from game to game. But those are, you know, a 6'10 guy that is able to handle the ball, able to kind of post up at times, you know, show, you know, shown more so lately that he's able to kind of play a kind of switch everything defense and stay in front of, you know, quick, quick guards. I thought he did a great job against Steph Curry, you know, probably the best big man kind of, you know, sticking out there and kind of contesting the shot without fouling, it's hard to really to get some get fair value for, for a guy like that. Even if you think about like a Rashawn Holmes, who's not available for a trade, but I don't know if Rashawn Holmes would be better. He, he, would, he, would, he would improve us on the defensive side, but he's not a guy that's going to get you 18 points a game. You know, he's a guy that you're going to you're gonna have to be, you're going to have to be okay with a 10 and 10 output from that guy. Well, you, but you need that though, dude. Like the thing is, would... I like, I don't love because he doesn't, again, he's not a needle mover to me at that position. You need a needle mover. Rashawn Holmes. I would take him five seconds from Sacramento. I, I do that deal so quick. I mean, what is, I mean, wood and whatever for Rashawn Holmes, if they want to throw in Bagley and I give them Brooks and a whatever else. That's what's it's difficult because yet he's not a needle mover. But is there really evidence that Rashad Holmes, the needle mover, is is his addition to Sacramento when when that team has been somewhat complete? Do they rattle off seven wins in a row? Do they like it's it's hard, you know? Like it's you know it's the it's the what's the saying? It's the it's the enemy that you know versus the you know the it's you know it's we we know what we're getting from Christian Rui, and we we clearly know what his fault you know, what his He's a, he, yeah Rashawn Holmes averaging twelve points and eight rebounds on the season. I like Rashawn Holmes more for this team because he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands to be effective. He's a you know clean up the glass type of guy, which I feel like this roster could use. Uh, we talked about Mo Bamba before, who I'm a big fan of. Um, do the Rockets and the Pacers get desperate enough to do a swap of wood for Turner? I would take Miles Turner on this team uh, so damn quick because I feel like that's exactly what the Rockets need. Uh, I, I don't think that happens. I think my, my co-host, the GOAT, Jeremy Brenner, uh, has talked about uh, Miles Turner before and he's not a big fan. I don't understand why you're not a big fan of a guy that can just fill it up and, and plays the game the way that the Rockets need him to play. Yeah, he's got some some rough edges on him. I mean, wouldn't you have some rough edges if you had to play in Indianapolis? And, and you feel like you've gotten basically shafted. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. Look, look Sorry, I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. But 
you know, he feels like he's undervalued in, Indi- you know, in Indiana. And you bring Miles Turner back to the state of Texas where he played his college ball. Um, and Lucas says Rockets need more players that know their roles. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've talked about it on this show before, Adam. Uh, I think potentially before you started listening to the show, when we started talking about the draft, this is in the draft this past year, that Jeremy is much more of a fan of just drafting best talent, best talent, best talent. Lucas makes a, po- a point that aligns with my my line of thinking. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just different than Jeremy's. Um, that I feel like you have to draft for a position at a certain point. Like you can't just draft talent. You know, you have Jalen Green. You know, if the Rockets end up with a pick next year where the shooting, you know, a shooting guard is the best talent on the board, you don't just draft another shooting guard. You have Jalen Green. You don't draft a, in my opinion, a small forward. You have enough guys at that spot. You need a big man. You need a legit back to the basket big man on this roster. In my estimation, you also need a point guard. You know, I like KPJ at the point guard spot. I don't love KPJ at the point guard spot. You know, I think you saw it tonight, man. Like, he's just a ball player. You know, give him the ball and just let him go play. You need a facilitator on this team, which I think the Rockets can find in the draft. Adam, any final thoughts before we wrap up tonight, my man? Uh, no, thanks for uh, kind of, you know, continuing to put on these uh, these shows after the game and kind of be able to get uh, kind of fresh, fresh kind of out fresh input about what, what we saw. So I appreciate it. My man, you got it. We'll talk to you next time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a couple of announcements before the show tonight. Uh, let's see here. Once again, uh, the Dream Shake Night at Toyota Center, Thursday, February 10th against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we have a special block of seats. Make sure you guys head on over to thedreamshake.com. Uh, there's a ticket link up there. Tickets are usually 65 to 90 bucks. We got them for $49. Uh, so head on over to thedreamshake.com. We've got T-shirts. We've got uh, some other Rocket swag we're going to give away. Uh, first round on me to a you know potential fan or two. Uh, we're potentially also setting up a pregame uh, party uh, somewhere downtown before the game. We will let you all know with plenty of warning there. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Tech Podcast. My name is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown. If you want to follow me on Twitter, head on over to at Podcast underscore MB. If you want to follow my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, uh, search at Jeremy Brenner on Twitter. Head on over to thedreamshake.com, home of all things Houston Rockets all day, every day that ends in Y. We will be back with you. Friday night here on Spotify Green Room. Rockets head on over to San Antonio to take on the Spurs and the I-10 rivalry. We will see y'all next time. Once again, your happy final from inside of Toyota Center. Houston Rockets win 115 to 104. Until next time, Rockets fans, go! Rockets!